everyone. Welcome to episode 34 of Tuesdays with Perry. So we're going to be getting into all things Trump indictment, but specifically we're going to be talking about what Ron DeSantis is saying about Donald Trump. Some of the things he's claimed to have said, he had a press conference yesterday uh, where he mentioned the charges of the indictment, um, but also uh, gave some support to Donald Trump. And then recently, uh, Pierce Morgan, who was taping his show uh, for Fox Nation on Thursday night, uh, had a sit down with Ron DeSantis. And so he reports some of the things that Ron DeSantis says uh, including uh, the New York Post is reporting in this opinion by Pierce Morgan that Ron DeSantis rips Trump, Trump's character, chaotic leadership style. And then in another piece, he says, uh, if I run, I'll be running against Biden. DeSantis tells Pierce Morgan how he can win the presidency. And then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what NBC is reporting and what CNN is reporting about DeSantis needles Trump as he breaks silence on hush money case. So let's see if we can't get um, Perry on the line. Hello. Hey, Perry, welcome to episode 34 of Tuesdays with Perry. So you are with us. Thank you very much for joining me again uh, on Tuesday to talk uh, about all things Florida, all things Ron DeSantis. Uh, But today we're going to be talking about what most people are talking about is the folks that are waiting with bated breath for an indictment of Donald Trump. So uh, why don't we just start with the case itself? Um, I'm just going to bring people up to speed, if that's okay. Um, Alvin Bragg, who is the district attorney for Manhattan um, and was elected um, through money and heavy uh, support from George Soros, who is obviously a partisan hack, He got elected on vowing to indict Donald Trump, so he has indeed done that. And um, people are waiting to see if the indictment comes out of the grand jury. They're going to see one more. uh, They're going to hear from one more witness and then decide whether they're going to bring charges. So what is your take on, again, uh, it looks like the legalized lawfare or the lawfare, or using the justice system uh, as a political cudgel, what do you think about um, these, again, they're throwing stuff at the wall to see if it sticks to the Teflon Don, uh, these charges against um, our former president, Donald Trump? Well, first of all, he's not former. He is lying in wait. So... uh, I, as as uh, there were rumors, he said, I have to go away for a little while, but I'll be back. I'm just waiting for him to return. <laughs> and uh, as, as far as these soon-to-be-announced charges, right now they're accusations, um, I think it's a, a Shakespearean line that 
where be careful what you wish for. And that's what I think is what's holding up brag. I'm bringing any of these charges forward as of yet. Um, After listening, I think his first name is Frank, after listening to Mr. Costello on more than one show last night after he had given his testimony uh, to the grand jury yesterday, I learned a great deal. Um, This is not what's being covered at all by the lame brain media. And that is this, this entire false witness case and I mean that on, on, on multiple levels, false witness case, is, is moving forward based solely on the words of an already proven perjurer by the name of Michael Cohen. Yeah. And um, for those of your listeners who did not hear what Mr. Costello had to say, who, by the way, is a former not just a former United States attorney for the Southern District of New York. He was the number two man. Okay, this is, this is a, a highly accomplished um, officer of the court who knows all the intricacies of law, especially criminal law. And he represented, <laughs> excuse me, he represented Michael um, Cohen during his days of trial and tribulation, no pun intended. Um, And it was at that time, and only because Michael Cohen has since waived his right to attorney uh, counsel privilege, that Mr. Costello last night announced to the entire world that Cohen said, whatever it takes to keep me out, and of course I'm paraphrasing, Whatever it takes to keep me out of jail, I'll say whatever they want me to say. I will do whatever they want me to do. I am not going to spend one day in jail. And what they wanted from him at the time was to point the finger at uh, Donald Trump and say, he put me up to this. And so... That was how they tried to bring charges against Trump the first time. They've since been able to see that that would go nowhere because Michael Cohen was proven to be an absolute liar. And so Mr. Costello last night on on these two interviews that I saw him in, <coughs> excuse me, um, pointed out by showing documents on, on air that Michael Cohen did all of this, every bit of it, to save his own skin. It was all lie, lies, it was all fabrications, and it was exactly what the feds wanted him to say in order to be able to make accusations against Donald Trump. What people fail to, to recognize is that entire case fell apart, which is why Donald Trump has n- not been removed, so to speak, from office. He can't be because he's done nothing illegal. And so Alvin Bragg is doing nothing more right now than simply taking what we already know to be false and instead of running through the federal court system is going to use it in the state court system where he thinks 
he has a better shot. I don't know why, because Washington, D.C. isn't made up of any better uh, um, uh, percentages of intelligent human beings, a.k.a. Republicans, that are in the jury pool than is, is the case in New York City. But yet uh, he's been put up to this. Part of it has to do with the fact that he ran on the platform, as did the attorney general of the, of the state of New York, that I will get Trump. This is all, this is like watching the, the movie Shorty, get Shorty all over again. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it, it really is. It's, it's whatever I have to do to get Trump, I'm going to do it right. by hook or by crook. And, and it's, it's going, it's being done specifically for one purpose, to make Trump unelectable. Right. And it, and the reason why, um, Charges haven't been brought yet. I thought for sure they would have come today, but they haven't. Uh, the reason why charges haven't been brought yet is there's a lot of people in the, in not just the DNC, but in the state hierarchy of the Democrat Party of New York State who are scared now because they're looking at Trump's poll numbers. Yeah, and just... his poll numbers. Yeah, they're moving up. Yeah, I was just going to say that. What What do you think? What do you think? Uh, because there's going to be some unforeseen consequences if they bring charges because it's unprecedented. So you think the higher ups in the DNC are seeing that this might not uh, go the way they think? Well, worse than it won't go the way they, they think. It'll do the, the polar opposite of what they're hoping for, and um, it, it could literally. I'm not saying it will. But it could literally sweep him right back into office yeah. next year. Right. And, and one need to look no farther than Slick Willie in 1998 when the Republicans and, – and by the way, not only rightfully so, but justifiably so – brought charges of high crimes and misdemeanors against B.J. Clinton for everybody from the left continues to say to this day – it was all about sex. No, it, it had nothing to do with sex. And this is, this, is, this is what the Republicans learned from going through this 25 years ago. It wasn't that this man basically committed much, a crime much worse than adultery. He, he lied to the American people. He went on TV and claimed he had never done <laughs> anything. Well, his exact words. I've never had I remember, sex with like, that was, woman. No, 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 no. Yeah. Those, those were not his exact words, Rudy. Uh, let me quote his sexual exact words. Sexual relations, excuse me. I never had sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Yeah. And again, why all the people of Arkansas call him Slick Willie. He used a play on words. He, he told the truth. I didn't have intercourse with her. And when asked by, by Ken Starr, well, if you don't call that sex, what do you call it? He said, well, we were just fooling around. And, he said, and, and Ken Starr said, you were involved in oral copulation. He <laughs> said, but that's not sexual relations. <laughs> I was fooling around and, in her mouth. <laughs> right, right. Well, she was checking out the tobacco. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, but, but the difference between B.J. Clinton and Donald Trump is that Slick Willie was able 
again, you know, when he comes to knowing how to massage the law, he's very good at it. Donald Trump didn't do anything illegal. What Slick Willie did that was illegal was not have a sexual liaison. It was the fact that he lied about it. And he lied about it under oath. And that is what is considered an impeachable offense. The the Republicans at the time, the reason why they were not able to convict him was because they lost their nutsacks. They looked at the polls, which is what the Democrats are doing right now, and saw that it didn't matter to the American people. In the eyes of the American people, they didn't care that Bill Clinton had a sexual liaison with a woman, a young woman, no older than his daughter at the time, by the way, okay? That didn't matter to them. What mattered was the country is at peace. We are in in prosperous times. And we we are... We are okay with whatever he does in his private life. Right. I mean, how many times did James Caraville have to say it? You know, what what goes on, you know, in private between two consenting adults is between them. Well, yeah, it is. But do you know how many CEOs of Fortune 1000 companies have looked at that example and said, well, then why did I lose my job? Yeah. And, and, and so – you, you can claim then there was nothing illegal, but we had sexual um, harassment laws in place in 1998, but because Bill Clinton, whether rightfully or wrongfully so, was considered to be running the country well, nobody cared. Yeah. With, with, re, with regard to what's going on with Alvin Bragg and Donald Trump right now, this isn't about whether or not Donald Trump did anything wrong. We already know the answer to that question is he didn't. What matters is how can we bludgeon him to a point where he becomes unelectable? And now the Democrats are seeing 25 years later going down this road, the the American people already know, including more than two-thirds of all Democrats already know. They made a huge mistake in November of 2020. They listened to the media. They listened to the lies of the Democrat Party. And they voted for the wrong person. And when you have 67% of all registered Democrats saying they want someone other than Joe Biden to run for president uh, 15 months from now, um, the last thing the Democrats want is what they're now giving Trump. They're giving him the platform to run on. Look, yeah. look at what they tried to do to me. If this is what they're willing to do to me, what do you think they'll do to you? Right. Vote yeah. for me. Right. And, and people, yeah, people always, um, they side with the sympathy vote. If they think someone's doing wrong, even if it was Bill Clinton, it was like, mm-hmm. most people are like, oh yeah. So he had an affair with an intern. Yeah. So, you know, so, right. what? so what? Those, those right. mean Republicans, uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, Ken Starr, you know, he's the bastard. Mm-hmm. Not, <laughs> not, mm-hmm. not Bill not Bill Clinton. So, so um, and, and here we have, and here we have a, a, a district attorney saying that under election law in the state of New York, which is, by the way, subservient to federal law. Okay, 
But in the state of New York, you shouldn't have the right to pay a lying person $100,000 out of your own pocket to get them to sign an NDA so that they will simply just go away. No, you have to use campaign funds, which of course is illegal under federal law. Yeah, it's so, a stretch. It, everybody who but, looks at the facts knows that it's a it's a real stretch. In 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 best case scenario, it's a misdemeanor to try to stretch it into a felony. It is is quite it's it's quite ridiculous, and, and people are going to well, see it as such. So, well, not only not only that, everything you said is spot on. One other thing I want to add to your argument is we've passed the statute of limitations. Yeah. So not only are we going through this same rigmarole again while people are being slayed in the streets of new york city okay so we're doing it with 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 the knowledge that the statute of limitations has expired right um so i want to i want to move on to your governor because he is in the news and everybody's saying he's running um even though he hasn't announced yet so let's get into uh the discussion at hand uh, he had a press conference on Monday, and um, he he stated, <laughs> I have no interest in getting involved in some manufactured circus by some Soros DA, DeSantis said, uh, and this is from NBC News, the Sanford said in a news conference Monday, referring to uh, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. He's trying to do a political spectacle. He's trying to virtue signal for his base. I've got real issues I got to deal with here in the state of Florida. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know this. The Manhattan District Attorney is a source-funded prosecutor. And then he went on to say, I don't, and it, which people took as a bash towards Trump. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just can't speak to that. Um, and that's all he really said. That, that was the big rip on, on, on Trump. But he also sat down with Pierce Morgan and ripped Trump some more. And just let me go into this uh, very briefly. Um, the inferred morally censorous tone sparked a furious response from Trump, who raged on on his own truth social. Ron DeSanctimonious will probably find out about false accusations and fake stories, sometimes in the future or as he gets older, wiser, and better known, when he's unfairly and illegally attacked by a woman, even classmates that are underage. And then he's referring to the supposed um, drinking with underage students when uh, DeSantis was a, a teacher. But DeSantis went on and said, and he leaned. I also think just in terms of my approach to leadership, I get personal in the government who have the agenda of the people and the share our agenda. You bring your own agenda if you're gone. We're just not going to have that. So I'm going to run the government, I think, uh, in no daily drama, focus on the big picture and put points on the board. And I think that's something very important. So he says basically that he's got work to do in Florida. He's not quite ready to run, but if I'll run, I'll be running against Biden. So, um, and then I want to get into something else um, that Ron DeSantis is hit with an ethics complaint by Trump super PAC um, about his shadow presidential campaign. So something about um, him not announcing 
Um, but let's go to Pierce Morgan, or if you want to uh, uh, address the NBC News article about his um, uh, his press conference on Monday. Either way, I, I think he danced around really attacking Trump. Um, he just says he would handle it better. Um, and tra- Trump looks a little unnerved. Um, so what do you think about this whole um, kerfuffle uh, that's really made in the media, not so much between the two candidates for Republican nomination for president? Well, I think you've said just about all that needs to be said. Um, the media is trying to create a fight a food fight between these two guys. They're using every tool at, at their hand. And um, for the most part, for the most part, um, neither man has really taken them up on, on, on their suggestions. Yeah, maybe Trump a little bit more than DeSantis, but they're choosing their words wisely. You know, when, when, when Trump is calling DeSantis Decent, That's Trump being Trump. He gives, yeah. you, you know, for Trump to give DeSantis a nickname is a good thing. It means he actually likes him. Just remember what he said about little Marco. Okay. And, and today, Marco Rubio is a guest at Mar-a-Lago. So this is, as you say, they're trying to create a, a curfuckle, a curfuckle. <laughs> or a curfuckle. I like that one better. It I, think, better. I think, I think, I think we'll stick with that one. Kerfuckle, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and um, both these guys are, are playing it smart. I, I, I'm quite impressed with governor DeSantis and, and how he's going about and, and I think the term, I, well, I don't know if it was USA Today or, or M- NBC News, whoever it was, they called it a shadow um, um, campaign. I think that's a great way to put it. He is conducting a shadow campaign. And, and look at how effective it is because he's in the news. He's in the news, I think, more than, than Trump is. Yeah. He's in the news maybe as much as Biden. And the, and the, and, and the press is trying to give Biden – all the positive press they possibly can while he continues to screw up the whole world, not just our country. So um, as far as I'm concerned, these two guys should continue to go at it the way they are. And um, not if, but when um, DeSantis decides to run. And I've, I've said this to you before. I don't see him announcing before late fall at the earliest, maybe, Maybe Labor Day, because that's that's usually a good time. I don't think he's going to pull a Trump and announce in June, like Trump did in 2016. I'm sorry, 2015. Um, I think he's going to wait until we get really close to primary season. And that's why you see him making all the travels that he's making. And he's right. And he means it when he says, I've got a lot more work yet. I've got to get done in the state of Florida. He's made incredible strides in his first four years. He's now halfway through, nearly nearing his halfway point of his fifth year. And if he decides to enter the fray prior to January of next year, he really only has six months left 
to get everything he wants accomplished, or at least well on its way through the legislative process before he can really turn to the campaign trail and start designating more time to the campaign. So, yeah, I love everything he's doing. I really do. Yeah, I don't see between, (laughs) it just seems so uh, treacherous for the Democrats going into 2024 because who the hell do they have? We have, we have Ron DeSantis and we have Donald Trump. Trump is still leading in the polls. The only way they're going to get him from not, get him not to get the nomination is to drum up some other bogus charges and and try to drag them through the mud some more. And that hardly worked before. And if they do succeed, then they're going to have Ron DeSantis to deal with, who in some respects is even stronger than Trump. Who the hell do the Democrats have? Right, right. (laughs) And they're not going to put it. They don't want Joe Biden. They're going to put up... uh, uh, what's his face from California? Uh, I mean, it's just um, Newsom. It just doesn't make any sense. Who are they going to get? Klobuchar? Uh, you know, <laughs> who do they have? They certainly aren't going to run Kamala Harris. Or is it Kamala? Oh, wait a minute. Or wait is a- it Kamala? Or or is it, it Michael Obama? <laughs> yeah. That, you see, you stole, you stole my thunder again. It, 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 I don't care who they run. I, I really, I don't care. All you mean, and when I say you, whoever the Republican nominee is, <clears throat> all you have to do is point to all the things the Democrats have done to this country in the last three years. <laughs> last six <and> months. Say, <laughs> right. Well, I see, I, 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 I want to say three years, and I'll tell you why because I want to go back to 2020. It wasn't, it wasn't so-called, and I'm using air quotes here, right-wing fanatical Republicans who burned down the cities. It wasn't the fanatical right-wing Republicans that tore down the statues. It wasn't the fanatical right-wing Republicans that murdered over 50 cops in 2020 around the country. It wasn't the Republicans who shot up politicians in in uh, Washington, D.C. while they were practicing for an annual charity event softball game. Right. No, it wasn't Republicans. So when we say to the American people, and I'm not talking about the, the Kool-Aid drinkers, I'm talking to people who are left of center, not far left, left of center, and people who are apolitical. Look, you had everything going perfectly, and yet you, you listened to these liars and connivers, and they convinced you that this man, who is now occupying the Oval Office, was going to bring the country together. Do you see him bringing the country together? <laughs> did just the opposite, right? Well, Obama used to any... do that. Obama used to do that all this, uh, all this, <laughs> the same exact thing. He used to say one thing and do the exact opposite. But the um, difference was he was a black man that the press and the entertainment um, community refused to go after for 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 what he said. 
and and largely due to the fact that they agreed with his his politics and his policies. Yeah. So all we have to do is say to the people who voted for Uncle Joe, okay, so you got a choice. You can vote for a man who gave you all all of this chaos that's going on, not just in our country, but around the world. Or you can vote for a guy who doesn't know how to say a single sentence without using the word fuck. Which, which do you think is going to do you and your family more harm? The guy who knows how to get things done and, and talks like a, 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 a drunken old sailor? Or the man who is the drunken old sailor? Mm. Which one do you want? And so I, I honestly believe when you when, – and that's the beauty of Trump's record. You run on your record. Right. And let them say whatever they want. And when it comes to DeSantis or uh, Yunkin up in, in Virginia or no in, in uh, South Dakota, yeah. we, we can go down the list. Yeah. We have plenty of people. Uh, you know, we'll put up our record against theirs. Any anytime. day of the week. Any day of, Any the, day week. of the week. They can't, they can't, they cannot achieve anything. And that's why everybody thinks it's purple purposeful because they cannot achieve anything they say they set out to do. And some things they don't even say to set out to do. They just deny that it's an issue like the border. Oh, it's not an issue. Mayorkas is like, it's secure. There's all this thing. It's all conspiracy theory. They can't, they can't do anything. They can't end homeless. They can't, they can't do anything. They, they really, they, they couldn't curb the coronavirus. They can't get the banking sector all figured out. They they can't seem to do anything. They can't clean up a toxic chemical spill. And I thought that's in their wheelhouse. You know, they're the one for a clean environment and everything. They can't, they've, they've actually, it seems to me purposely been unsuccessful in everything they set out to do and things they, of course, did not well, well, <laughs> set out to do. It, you're right. It's not that it seems that way. It's done purposefully. They have, why do you think the people of East Palestine, Ohio, are still coughing up blood tonight? Yeah. Because they have, they have a, a White House that not only doesn't give a damn about them, they despise them. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, when Hilda Beast said in 2016, um, when she used the term... Um, deplorables. Deplorables. Basket of deplorables, yeah. Basket of deplorables. She wasn't talking about Trump. Yeah. She was talking about us. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. And, no, and I took and, that to heart. Sure. And right. And and so when you look at the people of East Palestine and how they are continuing to suffer tonight, more than a month after the after the um, train derailment, <clears throat> and you have a president who has flown all over the world. He's met with Zelensky and Zelensky's wife, or whatever that's worth, <clears throat> but he doesn't have any time in his schedule to meet with the people of East Palestine. Americans. Who he, who he, he's answerable to. Yeah. So, you know, to everyone, to everyone who still thinks that Joe Biden is better than having Trump in the White House again, I say, well, let's see how you feel when a, tra a train derails or, or, or a truck carrying, um, 
even more toxic materials ends up spilling in your neighborhood and Uncle Joe is and, and Pete uh, Buttigieg are nowhere to be found. Right. Or, or, or a hurricane hits or, or whatever disaster might befall you. Um, of course, the Democratic administration is not going to be anywhere because they don't they don't really care. And that's unfortunate. And Democrats don't care. And it's been proven time and time again that they give less to charity. They cheat more. They lie more. Um, they're just deceitful because the whole, um, you know, compassionate uh, aspect of Democrats doesn't really exist. It's all virtue signaling. Before we wrap it up here, though, I have to say something to you, Perry, is that I'm not much of a hater, but the more clips I see of Joe Scarborough on MSNBC, the more <laughs> I hate that fucking bastard. Every time he opens his mouth with his little friggin' squinty eyes, I just want to friggin' punch him in the face and, and then, you know, punch his friggin' wife out too because Brzezinski is just <laughs> as bad. Um, she's not as bad as her father, but that motherfucker who killed his intern in his office... Um, he should be, he's the one that should be in prison, but just to listen to him time and time again, I, oh my God, I, he, he, he just makes my blood boil more than friggin' Joy Reid uh, or, or the chicks on The View can even do. I mean, they're just well, really stupid. Chuck Scarborough is just, um, he's a malfeasant. Yes. Well, it, well, first of all, the reason why he is what he is is because he's only interested in one thing, how much money the Peacock network is going to continue to pay him and his slut wife for staying on PMS NBC. That's all he will. He, he is no different. He is no different than Michael Cohen. Oh yeah. I will do, I will say, I will be whatever you want me to be massa. Just tell me what you want me to do. He bothered. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's just, you know, the, I, I didn't like Rachel Maddow, but she had a way about her that was a, just a little more endearing. This this guy is just such a cocksucker the way he sits up there. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Bill O'Reilly, and I don't know what you think about Bill O'Reilly, but it's that same kind of condescension that he's just so condescending about everything that comes out of his mouth. I just want to... I just want to reach through the screen and friggin' pop him. And I don't watch MSNBC, but they always play the clips of him spewing his friggin' his vehement just hatred to any other political view that doesn't support uh, elitism or, or M MSNBC or whatever this friggin' shit is. I don't, I don't know what well, you know about Bill think about Bill O'Reilly, but that well, used to Bill piss me off that he used to cut people off and yell at people yeah. and just just disparage yes. people on the air. It's like, yes. you know, that's not journalism. You have to come across right. as at least trying to be fair. <clears throat> that's, and, that's, and that's what I did not like about O'Reilly. But <clears throat> the difference between O'Reilly, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the difference between O'Reilly and, and Scarborough is that O'Reilly came at this from a position of deep <clears throat> knowledge, whereas everything that comes out of Scarborough's mouth is words that have been put into his head yeah. by his puppet masters. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and he hasn't written books on history the way O'Reilly has. And, and, and I, I'll tell you why people like you and me 
despise Scarborough as much as we do. We remember what he was like in his first term as um, a congressman from Pensacola. The Repub- same seat, a Republican. By the way. He was a Republican uh, congressman. He was a conservative Republican. Yeah, fucking okay. sucker. So, so how? So my argument, my my argument to Chucky is, okay, explain to me, Chucky, how did you go from being a Reagan Republican to an Obama Democrat? Yeah. Because you are. Oh, absolutely. You are. You've gone beyond that of of the playboy of uh, B.J. Clinton. You you now are a Marxist. So that's why people like you and me despise him because you know it's He's the a same way. Well, it's it's how we guys like us feel about Markowski and feel about Romney, and we can go down the list. Oh, yeah. I would much rather take. A, a knife in my chest from my political enemy than a knife in the back. A two brute. Yeah, that's what that's what he is. He is he is he is exactly that. He is Brutus. Yes, and and mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, no, I just call on anybody who might be listening here to break out the Maxine Water plan. If you ever see Chuck Scarborough out in a restaurant, you tell him, we don't want you here. No way, no hair, no way, no how. Get the fuck out of here and go Maxine Water on his ass and drive him out of a gas station or out of a restaurant or just uh, make life uncomfortable for him because that fucking cocksucker thinks he's untouchable and don't don't do anything wrong to him but within your legal rights and what they've been doing to other people to protest uh don't let that cocksucker sit there and have a peaceful dinner when he's a traitor traitor to the country and a traitor to conservatism which i think is even worse not so not necessarily a traitor to, to the republican party or traitor to your party but just uh just ah, uh, just ah, uh, just every time I, I and his little little friggin' uh ah, uh, that little weaselly face. He's such a fucking weasel. Oh my god, it just makes me you know, he's yeah, almost and, as bad as Mika. Keep, and he's not right, that well, he's not that fucking smart. You know, uh, I'm sorry. Right, I'm, exactly. He's not. And keep in mind, who was it that was sticking their nose up Trump's ass as far as they can put it before he ran for president? Yeah. That would be none other than Mika and Chucky. Yeah, they and and that's exactly what Trump did when when they tried to take him down and called him everything but white. Well, for somebody who hates me as much as you seem to hate me, funny how and he, of course he had the registry in his book. You know, you got to sign that 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 visitors book at Mar-a-Lago, yeah. and he was able to go back and say. Well, you were here partying with me and rubbing shoulders with my children then, and here, and here, and here's when you're out on the on uh, Trump National in Palm Beach yeah. with me. And so, for somebody who hates me as much as you do, Chucky, you certainly seem to spend a lot of time with your enemies. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, oh, he's such a little weasel, and I, you, you, I'm you not a, a little I'm, hypocrite. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm a hypocrite exactly. I'm not a hater. It's just I have a visceral reaction to people on TV just talking shit. Oh, it just makes, oh, it makes me so makes my blood boil. Anyway, anything to add before we close it out here? You know what? I think you've done a splendid job of doing it for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll leave you with that. 
and uh, episode 34. Um, we'll see you next week, Perry. Thanks for uh, joining me tonight. Look, I look forward to it, Rudy. Thanks again for giving me the platform event. I love it. <laughs> and me too, man. We'll talk more <laughs> about Scarborough. Oh, I wanted to talk about Debbie Wasserman Schultz. So don't, <laughs> don't. We'll don't, save that for next week. Next week, don't let me forget. It's Another. too bad because I'm a, I'm I'm in her backyard tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just somebody else I want to go off on, but we're gonna have to leave it for next week. Uh, but don't let me forget. I promise. All I right. promise. All right, we'll see you next week. All right. All right. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> ah! All right, there we go. Uh, Tuesdays with Perry, uh, episode 34. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like, I do not like Chuck Scarborough. I think he should have been sent to prison for murdering his intern. But I don't like Debbie Wasserman Schultz either, so... All right, check us out next week. Tuesdays with Perry, episode 35 will be next week, and I will see y'all tomorrow. Rudy's Revelation. See ya. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>